This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. One of the most underrated parts of a trip is that flight home. And that's why Delta Airlines tries to make you feel at home long before you even get there. Now, for somebody like me that's a homebody, feeling at home in the air is very valuable to me. And I love to curate that comfortable experience. And what I love about Delta is they have over a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. They have Wi-Fi so I can do anything else that I want to do on my devices. They have great food and drink, and it just creates a positive end to my trip. They have fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi available for SkyMiles members, more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment, and they have premium food options and beverages like herbal teas, cold brew, sparkling wine, and more. All of the comforts that you'll find at home, you can find in a flight experience that feels made just for you. You may not be home yet, but Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit more like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. This episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast is brought to you by the Blessed and Bossed Up Society. If you've ever felt alone in your journey and wanted to be around women who get it, women who love God and are about their business, Blessed and Bossed Up Society is for you. This membership community gives you a ton of resources from myself as well as outside experts to help you grow in your faith and your business. To learn more, visit www.blessedandbossedup.com community. Again, that's blessedandbossedup.com community. Let's start the show. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny his way. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. A lot of you guys have been asking me and DMing me and things about the tour. Thank you so much for your excitement. I um, do want to remind you guys we are going to myself and Kavaya of the She Who Was Called mobile app. We'll be traveling to Dallas, Chicago, D.C. and Atlanta for our God is my CEO tour. I'm super excited about this tour. Tickets go on sale very, very soon. So like I said, get your coins together, call your girls. If you are near any of those cities, I know someone asked about um, more northeastern cities like New York or anywhere in the tri-state area. Come to D.C. If you if we're not going to your city, um, gather your friends, carpool, do whatever, but come to the cities that we're coming to because that we're going to because I would love to meet you guys. Would love to give you guys a hug and um, just bless you because I know God is going to give both of us a word for every stop on this tour. And it's just something that it's unexplainable. It's going to be an experience is the best way to describe it. I'm just so excited about what God is going to do in the lives of everybody who's going to be in the building. So yeah, getting into right into today's episode, this is going to be a very straight to the point episode because I noticed um, as I was preparing my notes for this episode, I noticed a pattern in the last few weeks and it's just so amazing when you just surrender your platform, surrender. One of my things for this year was 
in Jeremiah, God talks about how he put his mouth, his hand over Jeremiah's mouth and told him to speak the things that he tells him to speak. And so that's something that God has really imparted on me for 2019 is for me to speak the things that he tells me to speak. And so that requires a lot out of me to a lot more for me this year to make sure that I am constantly spending time with God, reading the word, diving deeper into the word and things like that. So that, and, and also silencing external noise so that I am in a position to truly hear from God at all times. And it's definitely been a, an adjustment for me um, so far this year, because last year I, I believe I did a great job of really getting to know God better, diving deeper into the word and, and spending more time with him and things like that. And so this year he's wanted me to level up in that way because there's so much that he wants to do through me. And so as I was going through that, spending time in, in my prayer closet, praying, worshiping God, being still and listening to hear from him, I noticed a pattern in what we're talking about today um, and what we've been talking about the last few weeks. So if you haven't noticed, the last few weeks we haven't really talked a lot about business. I mean, last week's episode was talking about strength and the struggle. We talked about how to allow God's strength to be shown in difficult times. And the week before that, we talked about becoming a doer, not just consuming all of this information, but actually implementing it. The week before that, we talked about the title was Speak the Name. We talked about um, really um, being bold about being Christians and who and what we believed in. The week before that, we talked about being anchored and I, I played the sermon, which it's funny because I didn't even, I, I did the sermon back in November, but I didn't even feel the need to post it as a podcast episode until that week. Then before that was a was like right before I left for my wedding, we talked about not to lean on your own understanding. So we we haven't even really talked much about anything business specific. It's been a lot about character, about habits, about um, building our faith and things of that nature. And so then when I was in my closet this morning, really seeking God on behalf of what to talk about on today's podcast, I was reminded of a tweet that I saw. And shout out to Marlene. She was a guest on the podcast um, some months ago. But um, I saw this tweet of hers not too long after she posted it and I retweeted it, but it popped in my mind again when I was in my prayer closet. So I'm going to read it to you guys. She says that is holiness still being preached among millennials or are we just comfortable with being lukewarm? Everyone loves a challenge with their professional life, but seem to resist the challenge with their spiritual life. And I was just like, when I first saw it, I was like, yes, that is so true. Retweet went on about my day. But then when I when I remembered this as I was praying today, I had to go back to it. And I was like, that is just that's so true. And I feel as if God is trying to pull something more out of us. This is why I've had to talk about these things every week. This is why we haven't even gotten to really dive deep into anything business related because God is trying to pull something more out of us. And I don't think that it's a coincidence that my messages have been like this lately because what's also not a coincidence is that a lot of us want more. A lot of us are asking God for more. We're asking God for bigger. We're asking God for to bless our businesses in this way. We're asking God to expand our territories. We're asking God to send us our husbands. We're asking God to um, answer these prayers. 
But it, it, but then it seems as if God's response has been, I want you to become a doer. God's response has been, I want you to be more bold about your faith. His response has been, when you go through struggles, I need you to press into me. He hasn't been dropping the millions into our bank account. He's been giving us instructions. He's been telling us the character things we need to build. So it's important for us to recognize this. And I'm glad he allowed me to make this connection as I was preparing for this show, because it's important for us to understand that when we ask God for a house, he doesn't just give us the house. He gives us the materials. If we ask him for a table, he gives us wood. When we ask him to be successful, he drops a business name in our hearts and we're trying to figure out what is this? What, do I, what am I supposed to do with this? He doesn't always give us exactly what he what we ask for, but he gives us the tools to make what we ask for happen. And the way that we build into the things that we ask for is we seek him. We allow him to be a part of the process that God isn't a genie. We don't just ask him for to be an author and then he just gives us this book. No, he tells you to, to manage your time better because managing your time better means that then you'll be able to write the, the book. Then you'll be able to set aside time to get the book done the way that you need to, as opposed to keep complaining about how you don't, it's not enough hours in a day. Or for me, he isn't, he didn't give me this book with millions in the title. He didn't tell me to write this book with millions in the title so that he could hurry up and drop the money in my account. He told it to me so that I can learn how to continue to trust him and have faith to continue to do things even when they don't make sense. Continue to say yes to him when it does not make sense. So as we're asking God for more, the response has been through this podcast that we, he wants more from us. And then how this relates back to the tweet is that a part of God wanting more for us is he wants our lives to be reflective of what we say we believe in. How can you say that you're a Christian and your life don't reflect it? Ask yourself this. If you closed your mouth, will people know that you're saved? If all you had to speak for you is your actions, will people know that you're saved? It's not enough that you got fearfully and wonderfully made in your IG bio. How, what does your life say? What's the fruit of your life? Are you still cussing people out? Are you still having sex before marriage? Are you still turning up on the weekends and then make, and barely making it to church on Sundays? Is your life reflecting a life of holiness? We're not doing this lukewarm stuff anymore. God wants more from us. Today's podcast, I'm not answering no questions today. This might not even be the full 45 minutes, but I have a clear assignment to let you know that God wants more from you. I'm giving you four podcasts, the last few, way more than four, but every podcast this year has been something else that God wants from you. And we keep asking him for these, these major things in our lives, but not trying to do the things that he told us to do or not doing the work that it takes to have our life live what we say we believe in. And um, as I was in my closet today, just preparing, uh, listening to God and, and preparing for what to talk about on the show today, he reminded me that a lot of the things that we disliked about church growing up, about how people was hypocrites, about how they would preach one thing in a pulpit and act a different way at home. It's the exact same thing that we're doing. It's the exact, there is no difference. So why is it, why are you so disgusted with your auntie and them being hypocrites when you're doing the exact same thing? 
When you say that you love God, but you don't even open up your Bible to get to know who he is. That you go to church on Sunday, but you cussing out your coworker Monday morning when you gossiping about everybody, spilling the tea about everybody's business on Monday. You be- Matter of fact, you don't even get out the church parking lot and you already on the shade room and calling your homegirls trying to, trying to gossip about whatever it is that's going on. That's not of God. We have to live a life of holiness. Like she said in a tweet, like, why is it that we're willing to go so hard for our professional endeavors, but we're not willing to put the work in so our lives look like God? Come on now, y'all. We got to stop playing around. We got to stop asking for God to bless us when we're putting in a mediocre work ethic to truly live the life that he has for us. Because if he gives us the things that we've been asking him for without us being prepared, we're just going to squander it away. You still obsessed with Chanel bags. So about it. So when God blesses you with the increase, you're going to be buying bags as opposed to using that money to be a blessing to others. We got to get our priorities in order, y'all. It's not just about the business. It's not just about the things that we've been believing in God for. Each one of us have an assignment on our lives. I say this all the time. There are people's destinies that are connected to our obedience. We don't have time to play around because there's people connected to us. If Moses wouldn't have done what God told him to do, even as he felt so unqualified, if he wouldn't have went and freed the people of Israel, what would that have meant for them? What if that, what would that have meant for us? If I, if not Isaac, if Abraham would have never just left his family the way that God told, when God told him to and did what God told him to, what would that mean for us? What would that mean for the covenant that he made with Abraham that all his descendants will be blessed? What would that mean for us? We're still benefiting off of that covenant that happened in Genesis. We're still benefiting off of that because we're descendants of Abraham. So there are people generations and generations from now that are going to benefit from you saying yes to God. And when I say say yes to God, I'm not just talking about your business. I'm saying say yes to God when it comes to your entire life. That means say yes to God in the forms of giving your body to him and not be and not having sex before marriage. That's a difficult thing, very hard to do, but it's possible. And it's what God has called us to do. I'm saying say yes to God when everybody wants the only thing there seems to do on the weekends is go get drunk, get go get high, or go to the club or whatever. I'm saying say yes to God of staying in the house or finding fun things to do that don't involve sin. And there's a lot of fun things to do. I mean, you can go on Groupon right now and find a whole a ton of fun things to do that don't involve turning up. I'm saying say yes to God when it comes to forgiving someone who you have every right to be upset with. The thing we have to understand about holiness is it's not easy, but we're capable of doing it. God will never tempt us more than we what, what we can bear. He will never even tempt us at all without providing a way of escape. This is in the word. So everything that we go through or all the temptations of our old life are going to be there or God will allow them to happen, but they won't happen. The temptations won't happen more than what we can bear. The temptations won't happen without a way out. So we have to choose holiness. We always have a choice to choose holiness when it comes to business. 
Sometimes it's hard to say, you know what, if there's a great opportunity in front, in front of you that comes with a lot of zeros and a lot of influence or whatever it is that you're attracted to, to turn it down so that you can pray about it or to make them wait so that you could pray about it and fast and really hear from God as opposed to jumping on an opportunity or turning down clients when you need the money because you know that they're, that they're not clients that are sent from God. This is all a part of living a holy life, making sure that your life, your business and everything reflects God. It looks like God. But the problem with a lot of us is we don't even know what God looks like. Uh, and, And I'm not talking about physical. I'm not talking about what somebody can paint. I'm talking about God's character. And the only way we get to know God in that way, we're never going to know his thoughts and things like that. But the way we get to know who God is is by opening up the Bible, seeing what he did. God has, even the people who were doing wrong, he always gave them opportunities to save them. Jeremiah spent 90% of the day going book trying to give people the opportunity to turn back to um to turn back to God and give up these idols that they were worshiping. But the only way you know these things, the only way you know how forgiving God is, is if you open up the Bible, if you spend time with him, if you make a commitment to um, living your life or living a life that looks like him. So I don't even have a lot to say this week. I just have an assignment for you guys. This week, I really want you to take inventory on your life. I want you to take a piece of paper, fold it down the middle. On the right, just say things that look like God. I mean, on the left, write down things that look like God in your life. And on the right, write down things that don't look like God. And then your job is to create a plan to where the things on the right that don't look like God start to disappear. It's not easy. Being a, a Christian is not easy. You know, it's it's just not. You know what I'm saying? It's not just like I said last week. It doesn't mean that we're going to live an easy life and we're never going to struggle. I mean, choosing to be righteous every day is hard. You know how much I want to cuss folk out sometimes? And I got a slick tongue. I have a very smart mouth. I could easily let somebody have it. I got bars, okay? Just like I could build somebody up with my words, I can rip you to shreds with my words. But I I cannot do that because that doesn't look like God. You know how many times people try me and I want to square with them? I can't because that doesn't look like God. Or how many times I want to turn up? Sometimes it's just fun. To just go to the club, twerk a little something, take some shot. But that doesn't look like God. And I care more about living a life of righteousness because of the because of the the plans that God has for me, because I understand the magnitude of what my life means for generations to come, because I understand the what I'm trying to build for my children's children, because I understand the souls that are connected to my obedience. I have to live a life that looks like God. Otherwise, I'm going to go right in that category of folks that let them down. So that's your assignment for this week, you guys. And we're going to wrap this up. Get a piece of paper. Go into whatever quiet place you have. Go and close the door behind you. Take some time, some quiet time. Leave your phone. Leave your computer. Leave any distractions. Go position yourself before God. Write down things that look like him, things that, that don't look like him in your life. And say, God, help me. Help me to where my life can look more like you. I don't want to be a hypocrite. 
I, I know you want more from me. You've been using the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast to speak to me week after week. I know you want more from me. And for whatever reason, I haven't been able to give it to you. So, Lord, forgive me for not giving you what you need from me. But but I promise you, God, I want to do better. So, Lord, teach me to where I can eliminate this column of things that don't look like you in my life so that I can work on giving you what you want from me so that I can take the so I can understand what to do with this wood that you've given me. I know I asked you for a table, God, but you gave me wood. I, I don't know what I don't know how to build a table. I can't I don't have it, no instructions. You didn't give me any instructions with this wood. God, I want to know what to do with it. So, Lord, help me. Help me where my business is built with you in it to where I know how to listen to your voice when it comes to the decisions that I make in my life. Help me, Lord. Like, this is what I want y'all to do this week. Because I can talk to you to death for an hour every Monday. But it's about what you do outside of that that matters to me. I want the fruit and your life to be reflective of you being connected to God. The Bible says that that he is the vine and we are the branches. Uh, with him, we can bear much fruit. Apart from him, we can do nothing. So I want you guys to bear much fruit. I want every single thing that you touch in your life to prosper. And for your businesses to flourish God's way. Because what that's going to do is it's going to show other people that you can love God and be successful. You can love God and be happy. You can love God and have peace. You can love God and have joy. You can love God and have fun. And it's and it becomes more attractive to the souls that are lost. So that's all I got for this week, you guys. Um, do this assignment. Let me know how it goes. DM me at Tatum to me on Instagram. Send me emails. Uh, I would love to hear your praise reports of doing this exercise. But please take this exercise seriously and get it done. And I will talk to you guys next week.